This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Kelly Citizen. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Good, good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Triumph Tuesday, Happy Tuesday to you, too. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great day. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Senator. Hi, Kim. Yes, I was letting Jamaica go first. Good morning, Jamaica. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Yes, sis, it's time Kim. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to I'm you. You too. And you said that was Jamaica? Yes. Good morning to you. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. I'd like to uh, have a prayer request for myself. I um, have COVID, and it's uh, my, my fourth day now, so. Okay. 
You welcome, uh, Brother Michael. We are praying for you. Pray for complete healing in the name of Jesus. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Terminator the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning on this triumph for Tuesday? Good morning, Sashara. Happy Tuesday. Good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday to you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. morning. Who was that? This is Sister Lisa. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call and you as well. Have a great day. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Good morning to you. You have an awesome day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This is Triumph of Tuesday. We declare victory. Who else is on the call? Good morning, Eva. Trying for Tuesday. Um, good morning to you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else want to declare victory this morning? Let me hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. <laughs> you have a great day. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Hey, good morning, JC. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm talking about JC. Trina, Dee, Dee. <laughs> I'm so delirious. I wanted to um, just tell the family thank you for um, keeping our family lifted. We lost my brother in love um, the other day. He passed away on Sunday. So pray for the Williams family. And then on a brighter note, thank you, Jesus. I wanted to update you guys on both the babies. Um, Isaiah is, they both have gained a whole pound, but that little Alexis, that girl almost fought, she's four and a half pounds, so God is just working miracles. I just want to tell y'all, I'm so grateful for Declare Victory. I love you all so much. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Love you, Didi. Didi, what's the boy's name? Alexis, what's the boy's name? His name is um, Micah Isaiah. I call him Isaiah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, 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 family. Yes, we're triumphant Tuesday, and that's what he does for us. Happy triumphant Tuesday, family. Let's get it. Rochelle. Good morning. This is Nancy. Good morning to you. Anyone else before I get started? Okay, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina, a finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. I'm your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here in the Clear Victory. We are prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 
a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue join uh please sure to continue join join using during the month of January where a new monthly theme is entitled planting, focusing on the importance of planting our words, influence, and actions according to the word and the word of God. So we can and will be plants after his own kind. I believe there is one announcement today of Pastor LaVera Jones having this TNT Bible study at 6 to 7 p.m. right here on the call or either Facebook Live or Zoom. I believe there is a TNT Bible study tonight. Okay, for, there's no prayer request from the app, but we do have a spoken prayer request, and it's from Brother Michael. Please pray for his complete healing. He was diagnosed with COVID. Again, pray for his healing. Also, I believe, also Kathy LaFleur, I know she's going through some things too in her physical body. Please pray for her. Um, Didi, uh, her, her, please pray for the Williams family for um, doing bereavement. Also, um, a praise report for the updates of the two babies. They have gained pound. Again, please pray for the Williams family. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. Declaration is Beverly. Then we go right in closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. Declaration, Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from 2 Peter 3.18. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the stretcher come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. Everyone, please have a safe and blessed day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. In the Lord, I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coats, coals on the wicked. Fire and sulfur and the scorching wind shall be the portion of his, their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. Psalms 11. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I come once again to you, thanking you, Lord, for just how awesome and wonderful you are, Lord. I just praise your holy name. 
Lord, I thank you for allowing us to wake up and see another day, Lord Jesus, a day that we've never seen before, Lord. I thank you for your mercy and your love and your grace every day, Lord Jesus. Father, I I just come to you with a humble heart, Lord, because you've been so good to all of us, Lord. You have been there no matter what. And I just thank you for loving us so much, Lord. Thank you for the sun and the moon and the rain and, and the thunderstorms, Lord. Thank you for all that you do and all that you have prepared for us each morning, Lord. Lord, I just lift up our firemen to you, Lord, and our policemen and our president and his cabinet and all of our officials, Lord. I lift up our pastors that are teaching and preaching your word, Lord Jesus. I just thank you for just how awesome you have allowed us to see another year, Lord. Another day, Lord. A brand new day, Lord. Lord, I just lift up Brother Michael to you, Lord. Asking you, Father, to put a hedge around him, Lord. Touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. Heal his body, Lord Jesus, as we know only you can, Lord Jesus. But, Father, I also lift up anyone that has been diagnosed with the COVID. Asking you, Lord, to just touch their bodies and touch their minds and touch their lungs and just touch everything that needs to be healed, Lord. I just lift up Miss Kathy to you, Lord, thanking you for her, Lord. Ask you to continue to anoint her mind, Lord. Continue to give her good health, Lord. I lift her family up to you, Lord. Lord, I lift up the Williams family to you, Lord, for they have lost a loved one, Father. And I just ask you, Lord, to comfort them as only you can comfort them, Lord. And, Lord, we thank you for the praise report of the babies, Alexis and Isaiah. Continue to give them the strength that they need and the things that they need. And continue to touch their body, Lord. Touch it from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord. We just love you, Father, for how awesome and wonderful you are, Lord. You deserve all the glory and all the praise, Lord, that we can give. Lord, I just thank you uh, once again for just your mighty hand, Lord, being on each of us, Lord, granting us things that we didn't even know that were possible, Lord, just making things happen, Lord Jesus. I just thank you, Lord. Lord, but in the middle of all this, I just ask that you create a clean heart, oh God, and hear my prayer, Father. Cast me not away from your presence, Lord, and take not your Holy Spirit from me, Lord, for I need you on a daily basis. I need you, Lord. We need you, Lord Jesus. I just thank you for Miss Tarina this morning, Lord, asking you to touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, and continue to bless her and her family, Lord Jesus. I lift up Dion and her family to you, Lord, and um, all of the ones under the sound of my voice. There were requests that were not spoken, but you know what they are, Lord. And I just ask you to meet each one's needs as we request or as we don't request, but we teach us how to not worry about things. As we give things to you, Lord, allow us to know that you're working on it, no matter how it looks, no matter what we see, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Lord, I just ask everyone to take their phones off of mute and praise the Lord and lift up the Lord as only you can lift up the Lord. Father, we just thank you this morning. We just magnify your name. We just praise you. 
We just love you this morning. We could make it in this world without you, Lord Jesus. We need you, Father, in a special way. I lift up our mayor, just all of our officials. I lift up our, our doctors and our nurses. Glory to your holy name, twenty Jesus Christ. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
I just ask these things in Jesus' name as I pass the call to Beverly. Minister Jerry, um, you can go ahead and proceed. She's going to step in for Beverly. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How about it's a beautiful day, and I thank you that we do triumph on today. I thank God for being available on this morning. I thank God for new mercies on today. I thank God because I believe that there is a word in the house on this morning. I believe that God will shift the, uh, everything just to get a word in at that particular time. I thank God for each and every one of you on this morning. I just want to say hello. How are you? I haven't seen you all. And thank you. As they say, Happy New Year to those who are still in that process. At this moment, I'm asking each and every person that is on the line to check your phone to make sure that you are on mute. We are about to begin our lesson for this morning. If you would, I'm going to do my very best at uh, what the Holy Spirit has given me for today. I realize that we are in our month and, and we are and the theme is planting. Well, many of us, <clears throat> there is some horticulturists on the line and some farmers and all the other stuff that has to do with planting. This word is just a little bit different. It is, has, and still have a meaning. So I, I do know when the Lord gives a word, it is never out of season. It's always just like when we plant. If we plant greens, we hoping and we're praying, we're looking out the windows of our lives, I need uh, each one to check your phone on this morning. So that way, if it, perhaps it's your first time on the line, <clears throat> I'm just gonna give you a moment, each and every one of you all, so that way there is no interference. It's nothing like ministering and somebody's in the background um, and I've done it out of, you know, not just the phone slips off of mute, it's okay. I do wanna thank you again, but how many of you all are planters on this phone. Some of you all plant in church. Some people have planted churches. Some people have done all kind of different things where planting is concerned. There is people that is very serious about planting. If we didn't have someone that would plant a seed, we, we wouldn't have corn, we wouldn't have our vegetables, we wouldn't have the greens and things and you know, most of us came up Back in the old days, they grew their own plants. I don't know about you. Some of you all had grandmothers and uh, mama, big mamas and all those other good things, uh, the things that we uh, think of, of the old. And now we in the new. Nothing different, still the same. Same word, because the word of God never changes. On this morning, I am so grateful and honored to have stepped in for my sister on this morning. But I'd like for you I do have a word on today. If you would go with me to 2 Samuel 9. Are you there on this morning? I just need one person to say, I'm here.
I'm wanted to make sure that I'm on and that you can hear me. So if I can just have one person to let me know that you can hear. We can hear you, Mother Jerry. Okay, awesome. That's good. Well, then I'll go on. If we would uh, turn our Bibles to Second uh, Samuel 9, and we're going to begin at verse 1. One day, David said to his staff, is there anyone left from the family of Saul to whom I can show kindness for the sake of my friend Jonathan? A former servant of Saul named Ziba was told about David's inquiry, and the people urged him to go see David. So he went, and uh, David said to him, are you Ziba, the former servant of Saul? He said, yes, I am. David said, do you know of anyone from Saul's house that is still left? If there is, I want to show some kindness to him for the sake of my friend, Jonathan. Ziba said, yes, there's one of Jonathan's sons. His name is Mephibosheth. But he can hardly walk because he's crippled in both legs. David said, where is he? Ziba answered, He's staying with Makar, the son of Aminel and Lodabar. This morning, we are talking about Lodabar. I was preparing to um, go out on, I believe, two days ago. And um, the word Lodabar, just, the Lord just said, Lodabar, and I'm going, Lodabar? He said, yes, Lodabar. So immediately me, which I always do because words are very significant. There's a lot in our words. We must be careful what proceeds out of our mouths. We can't just let anything roll off our tongues, not in this day and time, even though some still are. On the, uh, the other side of Jordan, Lodabar was on the other side of Jordan. Then David sent for him. This is I'm now at five. Then David sent for him and had him brought to Jerusalem. Mephibosheth trembled in David's presence, but bowed before him to show that he accepted him as rightful king. David asked, are you Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan? He answered, yes. He said, I am. And I am your servant, sir. David said, don't be afraid. I won't hurt you. I want to show your kindness for the sake of your father, who was my very best friend. I'll give you all the land your grandfather Saul personally owned, and you can stay right here and eat with me at my table whenever you want to. How many of you know right now that there are some people 
and the time that we are in right now, you might have to go. And there is possibly a family member or a, a relative or, or someone who left an inheritance, but you don't know about it just yet. How many of you all know that you have placed seed in the ground and God is going to bring up that shoot? I said that back on our last message, that he was going to bring up a shoot. If you don't do anything, I asked some of you all to get you a little pot and put a plant or a seed in there and just water it. It was, it was not an experiment, but just to see if out of obedience, if you would even do it. Well, I just want you to know it's okay if you didn't, <laughs> because I'm going, I'm still going somewhere with this message and you will soon find out. Um, his father's best friend. He says, and I'll give you land grandfather. You know, some of us, we are talking, all I want is my acre fuel. And when there was land that was given to our forefathers and their fathers and their fathers. See, because what is happening right now in this time, don't be amazed when something comes in and you're going like, where did this come from? Saul personally owned, and you can stay right here with me at my table. He said, whenever you want to. Now we're at eight. When Mephibosheth heard that, he bowed before David and said, am I that you should even notice me? I am no more you than a dead dog. Okay. Just saying. Some of us feel like we ain't no use for nothing. David ignored what Mephibosheth said, but called to Ziba, Saul's former servant, and said to him, I am giving all the land that Saul personally owned to his grandson, Mephibosheth. Isn't that amazing that the Lord gave me a word, Lodabar? When it is talking about some land, some property, a place where there was food and there's fruit that is growing and that it's still like some places you have to go and turn the soil. But here, there's people still living on the land. So therefore it is producing and producing year and year and year here. This grandfather or the father's father have been gone a long time. Amen. I am going somewhere, so give me a moment. I am giving all land that Saul personally owned to his grandson, Mephibosheth, and we are now at 10. I want you and your sons and your servants to work for Mephibosheth to farm his land and harvest the produce so that he and his family will take care of it. He may bring his family to eat with me at my table anytime he wants to. Now, this is, he's with King. 
He's with King David. David knew that Zibber could handle this extra responsibility because he was 15, he had 15 sons and 20 servants. Ziba said to uh, David, I'll be happy to work take care of him and his land, just as the king commands. So Mephibosheth stayed in Jerusalem and whenever he ate at the king's table, he was treated as part of David's family. All of Ziba's sons and servants worked for Mephibosheth and for his young son, Micah, taking care of their land. Then Mephibosheth moved his whole family to Jerusalem and they ate with David's family quite regularly. Both his feet, at, both his feet were lame. Now, now, that's a little something. If you want to, you can go back. I read uh, to you uh, 2 Samuel 9, 1 through 13. But I am going somewhere. Because many of us don't realize that there was an inheritance left, whether it was money, whether it was whatever it was. Don't give up. Don't, you know, throw in the towel just yet. So I'm, I want you to know about what where we're going is, and my message, if I had to pin the message on today, it is not your fault. Jesus says, come unto me. Amen? Now we are getting ready to get in there. Many people live in a state of loneliness. People who are by themselves, out of the mainstream of society with no social activities or friendships outside themselves. How many of you know there's people that is living like, like that right now? Because of the pandemic, it has pushed people who were already in a depressed or suppressed state even further into it because a lot of them are, are wasn't social butterflies like some of us they are still needing to know how to get out of where they're at. There are great many of others who live right in the middle, like hustle and bustle. That's fine, and, that, and it's finding them alone. These people are still busy, but yet they're loners, in other words. Like many of us, I don't know about you, but I'm not, really stirring in, 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 in everyone's house because of COVID. Dislocated and misunderstood, both physically and psychologically, people are and will be alone. Orphan to the mega stars surrounded by thousands. From the homeless to the struggling single mother, people are alone and forgotten. I know that people say, oh, no, baby, you know, uh, I heard uh, Sister Dee come in this morning and she talked about the family that is in uh, bereavement right now. Really, the family needs you more after the service than they do before the service. Because after the service, there's no more chicken coming. I think we talked about that last year as well. There's no more 
you know, people knocking on the door. There's no more postcards coming, but we need to still an inactive place where we're at right now. We still need to continue to do what we started out in the race at the beginning of where we are right now. Lodabar was such a place, the very meaning is not having or no pasture. Okay, so what I did is I said, well, let me go and just look up the word pasture. I know many of you all think that's a place where the sheep are. I did. I, you know, because uh, we know that's where David came from. Okay, so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning that every word has a meaning, and we have to sometimes go in and just look up the word, because sometimes just that word, just a word. Many of us just need just a word on this morning. Some of you all need to go in and ask the Lord, whatever you have for me and my family, single mama, single father, my brother who's suffering from COVID as he came in on this morning, I'm praying for you. It's no joke where we're at. So we go here and, and we're at pasture. Pasture, the definition is plants grown for feeding, especially of grazing animals, land or plot of land used for grazing. This is to feed the cattle. The cattle has no place to eat, then we don't have the meat to eat. Amen? So we go in back over to where we were. Many of us are placed in a Lodabar position. We will find lost, unskilled, uneducated, outcast from society. These are people that are in Lodabar. These people would scorn those that would pass by and pay no attention. Those who would be just another statistic on a government report. We live in Lodabar. We know somebody in Lodabar. We walk around, drive around, and ignore, ignore Lodabar. When I, when I started reading this, I, I, I was floored. I was simply floored. Because a lot of times when we hear something or we hear a word, sometimes we write it down and then I have to go back to it. But the Lord said, no, 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 I, I need you to go grab this real quick, not knowing. Lodabar, we walk around, we drive around it, and we ignore Lodabar. Inhabitants of Lodabar are not there. Fault. You didn't ask for this. Mephibosheth was not in Lodabar because of something he had done wrong. 
we are told that he was crippled in both feet. And that can be found in 2 Samuel 4. It tells us that Mephibosheth was under the care of a nurse while his father, Jonathan, battled. And when he came, when the word came that Jonathan and Saul were killed, the nurse grabbed Mephibosheth to run, but dropped him, thus injuring both his feet. And that was for life. He was only five years old when this happened. And then he had to spend his days being cared for by someone else, living off the handouts of a few detestable forgotten place called Lodabar. But it wasn't his fault father died. It wasn't his fault the nurse dropped him. It wasn't his fault no doctors who could repair his situation. It was not his fault. Thanks to God, I'm telling you on this morning, it is not your fault. Molested as a child. It is not your fault. Raped or abused verbally or physically. Not your fault. Father. Mother, your fault that you raised yourself, and some of you all had to raise your parents instead of them raising you. If you can attest to that, this morning, God wants to bring you out of Lodabar. So when we go into love, life, and victory part, do not sit on the line like everything is a-okay. I need you to come in, and as he said, if you are, if you um, express and you uh, confess your faults one towards the other, he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I'm not saying that you're unrighteous, but I'm just saying it's not your fault of what has happened. It's not your fault ever gave you guidance, provided you a good education, inspired you, poured life into you, built up some of your confidence. It's not your fault they closed the business down or cut back. Pandemic, that's what they're going to do. Getting ready to go down, thanks to God. Mark it and put it in the book. Because the system is so, this is a mess. So they got to do something. Can you hear me now? I just want to make sure that, I, that I'm coming out clear. Not your fault. That you live and now live in Lodabar. We are always quick to assume that people who are in situations worse than their own have had to do something wrong. That's not true. And to get it that way, please. When we look at someone that's less fortunate, the homeless and the hopeless is right in our face, thanks to God. 
it's not necessarily mean that they were always drug addicts. It may not necessarily mean that they they self there is a, a self inflicted wound within them. Maybe they was like Mephibosheth. Maybe somebody dropped them at birth. You know, mothers were really kind of funny styles who held the baby because they want to make sure that nobody drops the baby, especially a baby that is just born. Please, what we need to do is help with brother kindliness. Brotherly kindness is overdue here. It's like the person who asks you, how you doing? When you start to tell them about your troubles, they tune you out and walk away. They aren't concerned about how, you're, how you feel or what you're going through because most people just don't care. And that's not you all. I'm, I'm not, I, this, has, this is not a message to down, but this is a message to let you know that there is people that is living in a state of thinking, it's my fault that I'm this way. It's not your fault. Matthew 11 and 28 says, come to me, all you who are labored, and I will give you rest. Amen. Give me a second. I got to change out my earpiece here. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, Mother Jerry. Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay, Matthew 11 and 28 says, Come to me, all you who are labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I wish someone had somebody who knows that you can cast all your cares upon Jesus on this morning. It's not your fault. Jesus is able to pick you up from where you are and set you on a high and a solid rock. I wish I had somebody in this place that knows that if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and you don't lean to your understanding of how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, is the, is the plant going to come up? Do, am I going to be able to eat? Am I going to have a place? My rent is 60 days past due. Am I going to end up out on my head or in my car? Oh, yeah, and my car on its way to be re- repossessed. It's not your fault, thanks to God. 
where we're at right now. I need you to just acknowledge him in all his ways, and he'll direct your path. Lodabar doesn't inhabit just the poor. It's not always a physical place because there are many people who are disfranchised right in the center of middle and upper class USA. More than we might think, messed up inside and looking like everything is all right on the surface. And then there's one sitting next to you who might fit that mold. They looking real good, baby. They still got their Gucci's and Paradas. And we're in the pandemic. Have you asked your neighbor are you all right today? I'm asking you, are you all right today? Because you see, somebody might have been abused as a child or molested. Somebody might be battling with homosexuality, drug addictions, alcohol addiction, adultery, depression. Something that has affected the mind, something that causes them to not sleep at night something that has crippled them from being who God intended them to be, something that keeps them miserable and unhappy, frustrated, always. Sometimes that has them living in a psychological prison that seems to have no way of escape. I just need you to think about it. Who am I talking to? You know you're in Lodabar. They can't talk about it because they're ashamed, embarrassed, and worried that you might not understand and talk about them. Hmm. Yeah. The church is supposed to be the hospital where people come to get fixed. They come to get fixed up and not beat up. I'm just giving you a little pause there. Have you ever realized that you probably sat next to somebody that got beat up before they came to church? Somebody that is afraid of their own child when they go home. Do you know there's elderly people that deal with children that abuse them all day long? Or we read it in the news where the son then killed the mother and say that the that the that Jesus told them to do it. Is that it's blasphemy. But don't you know that the church is full of people from Lodabar? I heard Paul over in First Corinthians one twenty seven he said, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put ashamed the things which might and which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. 
This is uh, 1 Corinthians 27, 1 and 27. We're at verse 29. That no flesh should glory in his presence. It is because of him you are in Christ Jesus. Not anyone else, but because of, uh, because of Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. 31, that is, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. That's it. It's not your fault, saints. People are afraid to come out of Lodabar, and they're afraid to ask for some help. People are worried that they will get put down and talked about, insulted, fear, more than anything else. King David says, don't be afraid. That's what he told Mephibosheth. I'm not, I'm not going to harm you. You see, in those days, it was customary and necessary that when one king was overthrown, the entire family was killed off to keep from a future uprising occurring. Now, Mephibosheth had been hiding out for who knows how long, and he was discovered and thought, it was time to die. But to his dismay, he was not being offered a place. He was being offered a place at the king's table. The Lord on this morning is offering you a place at the king's table. If you know you're in Lodabar, a new home, new land, and life. Mephibosheth replied to the king, offering, he was just like most of us. He says, I am nothing. I come from nothing. At least that is what they have been telling me all my life. How many of us have people that know our past family and and heard some stuff and they treated you like you was nobody. He says, I will never amount to nothing. He said, I'm crippled. I can't work. I can't even take care of myself, let alone somebody else. Nobody has ever cared about me. And most people don't even know I exist. Why do you want to do anything for somebody like me, a dead dog? This is what Mephibosheth felt that David and all the other people thought about him. When you're at your lowest points in life, in Lodabar, it's the enemy that talks in our ear and tells them, you know you ain't nothing. You remember what you've done? You know you murdered that person. And even though they let you off, you know you're still guilty. Come on. But what we need to know today is the key 
King Jesus wants to bring everybody up and out of Lodabar and have us eaten at his table. He wants to heal the broken, lift up the downtrodden, set free the addicts, give hope to the hopeless, give joy to the joyless, give life to the lifeless, evaluate the depressed, build up the one with no confidence, and open doors for the jobless. Maybe you don't have a job today. But on today, he said he's going to open up the doors. You're going to get that job that you want. The one with the right salary. He wants everybody to come out of whatever is holding them down and walk into the newness of life that can only come through him. So he says, come. Come. Come with all of your dysfunctions and disabilities, inadequates, headaches, heartaches, burdens, and pains. And he says, I will bear it all. That's what the Lord wants to do for you today. He just wants to bear for you. You know, you're heavy on this morning. Romans 5 and 6 says, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his love towards us. And this while, and while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath. Through him, we say, thanks God. All of this earthly stuff, we can carry none of it. All the material stuff, we can't take it with us. For if we were, we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more have been reconciled. We shall be saved by his life. Don't you know that there is a, a balm in Gilead that can soothe your hurting soul, fight your pains, better than Tylenol? Name is Jesus, thanks. Jesus, the King of kings and, and the Lord of lords. He wants to restore you that the locusts have eaten. He will enable you to go through enemy's camp and take back what he stole from you. Honey, I'm going to tell you, somebody said, I don't even want what he took, <laughs> let alone deal with him because I want to keep him under my feet. He has made a way for you. If you are willing to accept what Christ has already done for you, He was wounded for our transgressions, thanks to God. He was bruised for our iniquities, for the chastisement of his peace was upon us. It was upon him. Thanks, it was upon him, our iniquities. 
and our chastisement. He said, and with his stripes, we are healed. Not you're going to get healed. He did it then. He's saying now, don't wait. Accept your healing. Free yourself. It's not your fault. Jesus proclaimed the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recover of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Saints, the Lord told me at the beginning of the year, overflow in favor. He told me that at the around the middle of December, every time we walk through a door arch or the doorpost of a person's home, when you're going out your door, favor. We want to ask for favor. It's okay to have favor. I received my favor. Jesus' ministry was about bringing people out of Lodabar, healing, setting free, giving sight, opening doors, lifting up, regardless of any stipulation that society would consider hopeless and helpless. Jesus said, come unto me. This morning, the Lord says, come unto me. May the Lord bless you. I pray that this word, it came, it broke chains. Even though I had some mishaps, how many of you all know, I don't care what you do, it's going to get some buzzing and fuzzing anytime the Lord wants you to hear something because it's coming to distract you. But I say to you on this morning, keep pressing in the press. Keep planting in the fields. You are blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed coming and you're blessed going. And believe you me, every time you turn around, the Lord is blessing you. How many of you all know late in the midnight hour, God is going to turn some things around even now? Because you know, I, I, I may have had an encounter with Lodabar on this morning. I heard, I am not, it's not my fault. So I got to forgive me. I got to let go. I got to shake myself loose on this morning. I got to get in there. I don't care how I have to get in. I just got to get in there. I didn't know how. I didn't know what he was, how he was going to do it. But the Lord said, you send me, I'll go. If the message come across, go. And you know it's okay. If you if you getting the uh-huh in your feeling, you know, and it ain't for something that's going to be silly, do it. God said, I'm testing you on this morning. Perhaps you are a first-time guest. Uh, declare victory on this morning. It is my opportunity and my request for you as a first time, if you will say hello to the people, tell them your name. Don't be afraid. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you landed on declare victory line on this morning because 
He wanted to bring you out of Lodabar. Good morning. I'm opening the line as we prepare for our next segment of the call. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for letting me share with you. Morning, Martha. Is there anyone? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Is there anyone else that wants to say good morning? Good morning, it's Monica. Hi, Monica. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. And yourself? Awesome. Thank good you. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Hi, how are you, Nezzy? We're good. Good morning. Happy oh. New Year. Good morning. This is Rita. Happy New Year's. Good morning, Rita. How are you? I'm blessed. I can do nothing Praise else God. to say I'm blessed. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning. Is there anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Mother Geraldine. Good morning, y'all. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm I'm getting in there as best I can. Thank you. Thank you for your prayers. I felt them. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Mother Jerry. This is Diane. Great decoration. Hey, my sister. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Ah, oh, man. I'm getting in there. Listen. Good. You know, we've been planning. I'm... I came in this year, I, uh, you know, got my little pot, and I'm just waiting for the shoot to show up, just to let me know that God, that he, if you plant a seed, watch it come up. Watch it come up. Amen. Good morning. Uh, oh, excuse me. Good morning. Good morning. Sister Stephanie. I'd just like to comment on something where you said when you go um, in or out of someone's home, that you know you be prepared for the blessing. I believe that in this 2022, I believe that God hasn't brought us this far to forsake us. For of course, He says mm. that in His Word. But you know what? As you, as as a man thinketh, so is He. So if I proclaim my blessing and I'm standing in faith of my blessing, I know that God is going to give me that blessing as long as I do as he desires of me to do. And I say in my word, you know, I just thank you. And I don't think that nothing happens by accident. So it was meant for you to be able to come and deliver the message today. It was meant for things to happen. And like you say, whenever you're trying to do something the way that God has it to be planned out, there's always going to be an adversary trying to interfere with the process. So I thank you for your, uh, for your deliverance this morning. Oh, thank you so much. Um, you know, you are sounding so good, Stephanie. How is your uh, your job? Um, I know that I believe you got a job last year in um, as a chaplain. Am I speaking of the right person? Stephanie? Okay. Well, praise God. Anyway, is there anyone else before we go into our next segment of the call? Is there anyone else that wants to say 
Good morning. Good morning. This is April. Thank you so much for the declaration. Hi, April. How are you today? Extremely well, thank you. How are you? Awesome. I'm, you know, I have no complaints after that uh, loader bar. <laughs> it's not my fault. It wasn't my fault. It's not my fault that, you know, this is, this is definitely the Holy Spirit had to bring what you had to bring today because you wanted you. to know it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It ain't Thank your you. fault. God bless you. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everyone that is saying good morning. Uh, thank you for uh, taking out your time just to give this time in. Thank you for the prayer warriors. Thank you, Sister Barbara, for your uh, prayer as you let us in. Thank you, uh, Tarina, as you greet and host uh, the line as people are coming in in the morning. It's nothing like hearing a friendly a voice. Not she's just not a, a, a she's not an order taker. You can tell that she does it naturally. It's in her to be able to greet, host, speak. Beautiful woman of God. Thank you, Tarina. God bless you. And if, as we prepare, we're going to go into our next segment of the call. I know many of you are preparing for work, and there's some that are still at home uh, working from home. I want you to chime in today, and just to tell the truth. Did you think it was your fault that you came to Lodabar? You got you ended up in a place you didn't even know you were in Lodabar. You was just going through the motions. Some of you all, as the uh, word said on this morning, you got raped, and then they told me, "Yeah, well, you was just being fast." Oh, you know the so forth and so on, and the, how they protected the person who did the, the case, who actually did the rape or did the molestation or did whatever they did, they were, uh, there was no charge brought against them. It's always the victim that sometimes in the victim's case, they are blamed for what happens to them. You were in the wrong place. Should have been at home. That you're on your way from work trying to make a living for your family having to ride the bus, amen? Is there anyone on this morning, you know that you had a situation in life that led you to the place of Lodabar on this morning? I wanna pray with you on this morning. I wanna ask, do you have any questions? How to get out of Lodabar if you're there? We are gonna pray about it on this morning. Is there anyone? You may do so at this time. We are now in our love, life, and victory portion of the call. Hey, Sister Jerry. Yes, ma'am. Didi, good morning. How are you? It's beautiful. I love yes. you. I thank God that you, you are always ready to step in. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's so much going on, but you, what, what, what I heard this morning what stopped me in my tracks is when you talked about um, the stuff and you know how we will give the enemy so much power over things that have happened and were taken and you know when you're talking about it seems like the the offender or the one who did the most wins but that's not the case if we really think about how victory was won on the cross through everything taken from our 
um, from, you mentioned incest, rape, whatever, things, material things. And I live right across the street from Rolling Hills, and I've seen so many professionals enter in that cemetery, but I ain't never seen a U-Haul. So people that are so attached to stuff and things, and, you know, even during this pandemic, you hear people talk about how, you know, there's people who are prospering, they're buying properties, and they're that's all good. But when you really think about um, what what that means, it means nothing, if, if I'm making sense. And when you talked about it, it reminded me of, um, I think it was my spiritual warfare class with, with Dad Brown, when he talked about really what was taken and lawful will be returned. So when you talked about it, some things that was taken from me, I don't want. So I appreciate you mentioning that. I don't want that stuff. He, the enemy could have it. And then there's a scripture um, in Colossians. I'm going to put my glasses on real quick. I don't want to be long, but... No, 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 you're good. He uses to deceive us and to confuse us, and we get misled into being in bondage to stuff and to things and even to pain. we got to stop entertaining his lies. And no matter what he does, we have to know that our relationship with Christ is all that really matters. And so focus on Colossians 2 today, y'all, 13 through 15. It says, when you were spiritually dead because of your sins and because you were not free from the power of your sinful self, God made you alive with Christ and he forgave all our sins. He canceled the debt, which listed all the rulers we fell to rules excuse me, which listed all the rules we failed to follow. He took away that record with his rules and nailed it to the cross. He stripped the spiritual ruler. So what, I, what I'm saying is we got to stop giving the enemy any of that power and know that the fight was won on the cross. So I, I just want to thank you um, this morning again for just showing up and how you show, you taught this morning. I love you a lot. Thank you, uh, Didi. You know what? I, I'll say this, and I see, I see like, spiritual uh, growth on you like none other. I mean, you know, I see that the, the leaves are green. I, I see how people love your uh, energy, that energy, Didi. People need that. They need to have you in their uh, space, as they say. I know we have had to social distance. I know we're wearing masks. But don't you know that all the masks did is you can no longer see the frown that is on people's face. You cannot hardly see. You don't even know who I am with a mask. I've had many people, my neighbor right across from me, she said, did you see me the other day in the store? <laughs> I looked at her, I said, no, I didn't see you. I, I said, what store? She said, you down or you know, whatever. And I told her, no, I didn't see you, sweetheart. I said, but forgive me if I... You know, if you thought, I, I said, but my mind probably was on me. See, I'll get into a, a, a focus, and that's what many of us need to be. If you know that you've been in this place and you are blaming yourself for a situation that happened that was not your fault, let me reiterate to you on today, it ain't your fault. I'm going to still hold that on because that's what the Lord said. That's why he message. That's why he sent that one word, Lodabar. I was like, what? <laughs> I got floored. That's why when the, when the word came, I, I, I didn't know what it was going to be for. I know we're in the month of planting, but it did talk about the pasture where the cows can graze in and, and the grass that was that's, that's in the pasture. You know, the cows got to eat. Where our cattle have to eat. We're faced with some serious, serious times right now. 
We have our brother. He came on this morning and said, pray for me because I have everybody got, they got stuck with that mess some kind of way. At the beginning, you didn't have as many on the line that had COVID. Some people have lost the battle to it. I'm saying to you, what is it that you have in your, in your thought pattern right about now? I'm like all off up and through here. He said there is some people on this morning that are still in Lodabar. You still don't believe. That's why you're quiet. People that get quiet on you, hmm. I'm just saying. People come day after day. We talk every day on this line. It's called common courtesy when the speakers are up. To actively participate. If you don't participate on your job, and especially if you're in sales, (laughs) don't participate. You won't be getting paid. Keep sitting quiet, thanks to God. Mm-hmm. Hey, Miss Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, how are you, Miss Gloria? Hey, how are you, well, Sister? Happy, Happy New Year. New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, I enjoyed. I was blessed. <laughs> I was blessed by your your um declaration this morning. Um, I'm I'm working while I'm I'm listening, so I'll be in and out. But I I love the account about um the that even in Lodabar, Jonathan's son was he ended up being blessed even from that place of brokenness, that, that, that place right of, of heaviness. And I, I celebrate the fact. I, I'm at the place. I'm like Jonathan. I mean, Meshibbeth, um, having been called out of Lodabar into the presence of the mm-hmm. king, they received the blessings that were, were available, assigned, and awaiting him that he didn't even know anything about. So I'm 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 celebrating having coming out having come out of Lodabar and and just all of the expectation of what God is doing. It is a lot going on. That my my house been funky with with uh, COVID and and you know and the test taking so long. But I, I don't care. Never mind all of that. Thanks be to God. The enemy did not win. He's not going to win. We're not going to give up what God has given to us. So I celebrate. And thank God for you and you bringing um, it forth to the forefront that, yeah, we, we've been in, we have, some people are in Lodabar, Lodabar. and some people have been they, in they and, and, and being delivered. Yeah. And then there are Lodabar places in our lives, even Hello? as we've been brought out, that we still have to grow past and over. So I'm going to go back on you now. I love you. Thank you so much. Minister, now you just said a whole, whole, see, if you didn't get all, all our stuff through there, that part. See, what, what you didn't understand, the blessing of Mephibosheth, even though he got injured as a boy, that we have to let you know who the character or who the person we're talking about. The narrative of, the, of this message on this morning is even though you was in Lodabar, Lodabar is just a place, it's a pasture, just because you were there, it's still about planting. Because, see, what happened, he got blessed based on his grandfather and his grandfather's father and and so forth. And for a thousand generations, he said, I'm going to take care of your family and their family and their children. 
and their children. He's before you, behind you. He's not against you. He is for you. Songwriter said. That's what open Psalms. If anybody on this morning. See, because I know here it's more people when you get off the line that can say bye than it is when you're talking directly to them. The message does not come. It comes to clear you so you can get out of it, not get full. Some of us are spiritually constipated in the word, and you need a spiritual laxative. That's why he calls Mother Geraldina. He'll call somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't mind, I, I'm not going into the popularity contest, not this year, and <laughs> not another day of my life. I've got some work that needs to be done. I'm running behind, keeping up with things that doesn't even, you know, it's not for me. When he puts you on an assignment, do you know what your assignment is? Thanks to God, where are you missing at? Why did this load of our message drop up up in here? Good morning, Angela. Hey. Good morning, Go Wanda, <laughs> a.k.a. Miss D. I thought that was a hey. good uh, thought-provoking message this morning. As I was listening, I went to look up a Lodabar, where it was located, what was going on there, and it reminded me of being in a valley experience. You know, yeah. and then it's like in the valley, I have become delusional because I'm not nurtured, and I'm seeking mm-hmm. to get out, but I'm struggling in that valley because my mind is not, Hearing the word, I'm not receiving it. I'm not, I'm not balanced mentally and emotionally in me and my humanness. And that's being honest. But in that experience, when I realign myself with Christ in the valley, mm. I find out mm. that it's not a dry and arid land, that it is producing good fruit, like in Lodabar. It was a dry place. They didn't have no crops. People was pretty poor. But it's mm. like once I align with Christ, I'm, I'm nurtured again so I can walk through that experience. The blessings come as I'm going through some things right now, the shifting of the mind and a new uh, look out, putting on the eyes of Christ, seeing things through Christ's eye. I get examples and time to reflect on myself, on my mindset. Am I allowing things to replay in my mind and keep me in prison? Or am I countering that with the word of God? You know, learn how to bob and weave, you know, with the word so that I don't get caught up in that mental regurgitation of negative concepts of self. Ooh, so I thank God ooh. for the stimulation and the thoughts that this provoked because as I'm God. in a battle right now, it's like, okay, God, I know you say yeah. I, this is what I'm to do. And I had yeah. to remind myself, he didn't say the road was going to be easy, that I wasn't going to run into hmm. the enemy on the way. And when I have to forcefully go in and fight for something, that the enemy is trying to steal, it's going to be a war. So I have to keep my mind stayed on Christ, even when it looks like I'm defeated, so that my old natural mind don't start replaying them tapes. And I spiral down. And I've had that happen. This is the growth that God has given me to be able to reflect on self and what I allow to meditate on in my mind. The can also be a frame of mind. It don't have to be physical. No. Because once the abuse no. and the hurt happens, once the disability comes, you can live in a state of mind that I can't do or I'm not any good or I always mess up. Or 
You can counter mm. it with the word of God and say, I'm all things through Christ. I am capable mm. because Christ says I am. And keep going. Mm. So thank yeah, you because, I, I, like I said, it provoked thoughts for me this morning. And I'm grateful because oh, this is oh, the areas where I'm living. Put a pen right there. That, that put a, just put a pen right there. Let me, let me just pray with you. Let me encourage you on this morning. Thank you for your transparency as the word everybody is using. That's become like super huge. That's to make people think that, you know, they, 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 you, you could, you know, I'm, ta- I'm telling you what I'm telling you, but really not telling you what I'm saying, if that makes sense. But anyway, to you, woman of God, thank you for giving the lowdown of Lodabar. You said some stuff that hit right in, all up in there. The land where uh, Mephibosheth was taken, he was, he was injured. He was five years old, so therefore, he couldn't even walk. You know, he was already, somebody told him, well, you ain't nothing but a little lame, or you need to go over there. And he, they couldn't tell him to sit down because he was sitting down. He couldn't do anything yeah. else. You, do you understand? When you're sick, you can't get well if you don't talk about it. The first thing when you go in, an observation of, of a physician, when you go into the room, what is the first question that he asks you? So what brings you here today? <laughs> Are you serious? You're the doctor. You're supposed to know why I'm coming. Not. See, that's how they observe you. We're so prone to our stuff. We want to hold on to it. But I'm praying for you on this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, even though I'm in a battle, I've got to fight. Teach me how to war with my hands, God, and not with my mouth. Because it's life and death in the power of the tongue. And so on this morning, I surrender, God. I surrender, I surrender, I surrender this stuff. I'm in Lodabar. Help me to get set free from this on this morning. Thank you for the message. Because the message comes to the messenger first. It comes to free us from the rapes and the molestations and the the, the uh, dysfunctional parts of our life. Simplicity can all worry and somehow it gets into complexity. Oh God, I thank you on this morning that you will do what you do for this woman of God, that she will come back in the ring ready to fight because she has a word down in her belly and I know what you did. You tried to stop it. But this year, God said, I'm going to revisit and I'm going to have you revisit so you can get back into the ring, start preaching. Your business is going to be all right. Your business is going to be all right. He said, I got you, woman of God. Go, go, and just tell the story. People are overcome by your testimony, baby. You got one. How's your daughter? God is doing what he said he was going to do. Same thing he did, you know, going to the reservoir, drinking from what I already experienced, knowing he'll do that for others. (laughs) Also, in Lodabar, that means no word. So I got word. No no word also. No word. Wasn't a word. See, I got a word. You got a word. word. We got a word. We got a word from God. We're going to live and not die. Didn't he take sales in Lodabar? That's what Lodabar meant? No word. 
uh, I just wanted to let y'all know that I was informed. Yeah. But the whole, he said there was no word. I was like, I didn't have a word. He gave me <laughs> one word. He didn't give me that whole thing. How, how did I get it? What was I supposed to do? I was like, well, what is this? He said, just, just go on. He said, I drop it and download it into you. I got to download. Sometimes he can't give us a message. You know why? Because we will gonna tweak it and twist it for those who are, you know, you, you know you are philanthropists and you write and you're eloquent. He said, just let me download and you what I want to say. Please. Sister Jerry. He don't want no more storytelling. Jeff, go ahead, baby. You and Miss D. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whew, what she said and then what you just <laughs> said. And then when you you drop this with that spiritual constipation, my husband, you were on speaker, and I said, oh, Jesus. And then she just said it because we got to move it from our heads to our hearts and just not be sitting up there blocked up. And, oh, girl, Jesus, my Lord. That's why you can't say nothing. This is the time. This is your spiritual relaxation. You you have a laxative on this morning. Don't you know that David... He asked the Lord, he said, you know what? Forgive me, Father, I sinned. He said, wash me and purge me with hyssop. Hyssop is for medicinal purposes. I'm not cussing. We chatting. Yeah, i be on the chat line and on all that other stuff. Come on, come with it. You want to be deep? Come on, there is some stuff. God said on this year, you will not sit back and write off anybody else. You, you got to do your own work. Miss Jerry, ninety nine. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. All right, all right. I'm getting ready. Look, let me go and get my little badge. Miss Jerry, this is Sonia. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, because you? you said spiritual constipation. You know, he said about the pat. You said you mentioned pastures. He he maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and you mentioned the cattle. And we can't have no cattle if they don't graze at the pasture. So if we graze at the pastures, we won't be constipated because he leads me beside still water. So when we graze at the pastures, you take the grain, which goes down, and then you have to drink your fluids to make it flush through. So think about the pastures, which is the, the nourishment that you need, and the water, which flushes your body. Fall back on mute. Hey, Jerry, it's Tanya. That was good, Sonia. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. You know what? Happy I was New Year. thinking as you were as you were um you were speaking today, you know, um in, in, in the line being quiet, you know, sometimes when we are not prepared for um uh tr- you know, we can be triggered, you know, um mm-hmm. and it and it can it can throw us off. And so you know, here at Declare Victory, she's not fussing at you. She's just trying to get you to a place. <laughs> I don't. I don't even feel like it's fussing. What? 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 Because I do it too. You know, um, being being brave enough to put a sound to, you know, some of the traumas that we have experienced. Not because we want to know your business, but it's like the first step to. Well, it's one of the steps. One of the primary steps to. Um, begin your healing process and if it popped if it popped up and you weren't aware that was not even aware but you weren't prepared it, it might throw you off and it might send you in a place of quietness and reflecting and you know but the over um 
but the resounding message today is that it's not your fault. And I really, really felt that when you said it. And just want to reiterate that it's, it's not your fault, um, especially when you talked about, um, Jerry, you know, back in the day when people would protect the offender. I don't, I don't get that logic. And I'm sure it's, it's no disrespect to our elders and the people who did that. I don't understand the rationale behind it, but it was common. Uh, if, at least in the in the in the African American culture, I don't know, you know how it was for other cultures, but it was common to protect the offender for most people. Now I know a family member who um, someone attempted to do something to them, and it was all hell that had broke out. Like you, absolutely, nigga, you touched my baby, you must want to mm-hmm. die, and they might no, want to die, you, you just, right? But somebody, that I was somebody just going to say. Yeah, but but um, but for the uh, for many many people that did not happen, for a variety of different reasons, and so it's not our job to blame the person who didn't protect us because we don't know all the stories. You know, if we're talking about our generation, so I'm 61. Um, if if I'm talking about my parents and their generation, you didn't talk about stuff that went out went on outside of the household, and so you know you kept it secret. Um, I don't know that rationale either, but you just, you didn't talk about stuff that happened. It was there. It has to, it goes to capacity is what I'm saying. And so one of the processes of um, getting past this is also releasing. It's a lot. It's a lot for some people. It's releasing the offender. It's also releasing the person who you felt should have protected you. And that's a lot for you, especially if it was an authoritative figure who was like your mom or your dad or somebody like that and 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 we use that as a crutch some of us to help get through and navigate some of the trauma that we experienced and so I want to encourage you that you know even in your silence today if you're not ready to say anything it's okay but you need to set a date of when you're going to put a voice to that pain so you can release it it's not enough See, see, what we're doing is confessing, you know, I'm the head and not the tail, but you're still holding on to the baggage that keeps you in the position of a tail, that keeps you in Lodabar because it feels vulnerable to let it go because that's been your crutch to help keep your sanity. So that's the one thing I wanted to say, and I know that was a lot. Thank you. Um, you the other thing I wanted to say. Absolutely phenomenal. Awesome. The other thing I wanted to say is I'm a little bit different. Um, from from some people, because I don't even want your stuff. I tell you this: when I when I divorced my um, children's father uh, thirty plus years ago, oh my God, it's been almost forty. Thirty plus years ago, when I divorced him, I was like, I don't want nothing from him. He could keep whatever he got. I don't need no child. I'll take care of my own kids. And I meant it. I didn't want nothing from him. But let, but let me tell you something. I came across this scripture maybe a couple of years ago. <laughs> And um, and this scripture changed my perspective, not about him, not about him. This scripture changed my perspective about, about stuff that's been stolen from me by, by the enemy. Some stuff I lost because of stupid decisions, right? Some stuff was stolen from me. Like on this call, my house was stolen yes. from me. Um, yes. Some of y'all may remember I was believing God, fasting and praying and all that stuff. My house was foreclosed. Here's the scripture. It's Proverbs 631. It says, yet if he is caught, he must pay back seven times more. He must give up yes. everything that he stole. Let me tell you something. 
My house was stolen from me. One time seven is seven. I'm looking for all yeah. seven of my houses. Every he yeah. gotta pay it. So the the seven times really what it's saying is he gotta pay you back with interest. I want all my stuff. He can't have none of it. He can't have none of it. I I want it just to, even if it means I I get it and I give it away. You can't have my stuff. I want all of it. That's me, and I'm a, that's my story, and I'm sticking by it. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve this message. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? Tanya, can you repeat that scripture, please? Baby, she didn't yes, ma'am. Yes. She dropped a bomb on it, baby. Yes. She dropped a bomb on it. Okay, the scripture. The scripture, you ready? Proverbs 6, 31. Proverbs 6, 31. Let, let me give you one more nugget. It's great to decree and declare. But we got to put our back into what it is that we want from God, and we got to go get it. Let me tell you one more time. We should be decreeing and declaring. But if you de- decreeing and declaring, sitting on your couch or sitting in your easy chair, thinking that the sky is going to open up, the windows of heaven is going to open up, and your blessings is just going to drop down in your living room, you're going to be waiting for a long time, sugar. You, we have, there are things that we must do in the natural. Can I give you, Jerry, can I take like three more? Minutes to you tell better you what take, I mean. honey. You is the narrator up in here, gone baby. I'm look. I'm stepping so, back because she's talking. <laughs> so, um, so I was gonna wait until things manifested, but nah. Let me let's let's do this now so I can make hell nervous. So, um, you talked about things not being your fault, and one of the things that popped up to me was debt that I did not create that came looking for me at the end of the third quarter last year blew me away and so I knew I can't just pray about it I started decreeing and declaring and talk about how I'm a lender and not a borrower but the Lord was like what's your plan (laughs) so I was like well can you give me a plan Jesus what do I do so there's some things in the natural that I needed to do and so I had to go up against the giant and I wasn't I wasn't afraid of going up against the going up against the giant, but I was like, how will I even get an audience with the giant? In addition to that, what's the what am I going to say when I get there? And so, just so ha- after about two or three months, with working with some people, somebody ghosted me and dropped the ball, and I found somebody. Long story short, after about I, she she said, listen, let's make an appointment and let's go meet with them. And I was like, why? They just she said, no, nah, let's just go. It'll, it'll help expedite. So we go to the giant's office. And I was I was nervous because where do I even enter? I'm always looking for transition so you can transition transition into a but there was no transition. And so I realized as soon as he took a breath, ah, there it is. Let me say it. I would like for you to forgive the debt. He said, No, we don't we don't do that. Our rules say, you know, we can't do that. Blah 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 blah. But as he went on to explain, it didn't bother me because I did my part. Mm-hmm. Right? I showed up. And I said what I wanted. I made it known in the atmosphere. Are you following me? It's not an, it's, this this particular challenge is not enough for me to decree and declare. I had I had a timeline by which I had to do some things. Oh, somebody asleep. <laughs> somebody got good on. And so 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 let me let me end on this. And so we had to go back a second time in less than a week to prove that we had done some of the things that he said. He says to me, so what can I do for you? My head cocked to the side. <laughs> I said, okay. well, you can forgive. I said, well, you can forgive the debt. He, 
He looked at me like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. And my, my person, that, my representative that was with me, her, I felt her body stiffen. It got so thick. And so, like, he didn't know what to do. I I broke it up with humor. I said, listen, you asked me what, I, what, what you could do for me. I said it for the third time. You could forgive the debt. He said, I should have known better. It's all right. And then he went on about his business. Can I tell you? I don't know what's going to happen. As we thought, it ain't my business. That's God's business. It's God's project. They don't forget the debt. <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with me. What I'm ex- my expectations is that rules or not. God breaks rules. These are man's rules. Anyway, I hope that encourages yeah. somebody that we can. It's, it's not already done. Yes. It's, it's not already for done. To pray. Listen, we're supposed to pray, but but in addition to that, what can you do? It's not that we're helping God, right? Faith without works is dead. That's where this comes from. So if you have some dumb debt, mm-hmm. what can you do to pay it off? If, you, if you've made um, a terrible mess with somebody and y'all are funking, you need to ask for repentance. That's left up to them to whether you, what can you do in the natural? What can you do in the natural, right? Because once you do the natural, God, uh, uh, he, he makes an addendum and he puts his super on top of it and it becomes supernatural. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this. I love it. Oh, my God. That was, like, so profound on that part. This is a place, and as you explained, see, some people think, they are like, why are you hollering at the Lord? Why are you hollering at the Lord? You don't have to holler. But when a person of authority steps on the scene, you know, like the, when the police do it, they, they just go on, they just going, you know, take you on in because you ain't going to resist them. You won't resist anything where the word is concerned though. You're going to fight that word because you know why? It comes to heal the brokenhearted. That was at the very last part of that message, to give sight to the blind and to set free them that have been captive, that you've been held in these prisons. Some of you are 70, 60, 50, 40. The reason why you won't tell, because you would have been told, if you tell it, then that person will end up going to jail. Good. Because you've been in prison yourself. So might as well have a cellmate because you're walking out of this prison. This message came this morning. There was not, this is, we are on plant, planting. And he said, this is the same thing because I want you to plant into the people on this morning. They may not receive it because of the fact is you have a voice of authority. And people feel when you speak with authority that you, every time she comes, I don't see that kind of somebody. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. Because I prefer not to even come on. How about that? But I come on because this is where there's a, a place where when God needs to get a word to his people, he's going to do whatever he got to do to get to you. So guess what? I'll be the oddball. That's what I'm going to do. Praise is what I do. So on this morning, is there anyone that's stuck in Lodabar and in Richmond, California, uh, Fairfield, California, Sacramento, down to uh, Los Angeles, across to Chicago, wherever you are on this line on this morning, because the word came this morning 
to set you free. He said, it's not your fault. He said, come. You know you got it. Come. Come on. What's, who is it? Because we about to wrap it up. You got a few more minutes in here, and we're going to give you back a little bit of time, I guess. I'll give you five minutes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching only because God gave it to me. He tells me, open your mouth. Teach it with passion. You'll go and listen to the, the, the you'll listen to all of this, uh, this, this garbage that somebody, you know, that brought in. But when that word comes, my God, y'all fight us with tooth and nail. Everybody on this line know that if you, if you speak in here, you are going to get, a, I, I, it's like the wall of ice come up. Why? But on this year, the Lord said, not this year, because we're in a, a year of completion, whether you want to know it or not. Seven years ago, we are not going to walk through the, uh, the, this, um, coming out of Egypt. We came out. January 1 was eight years for Declare Victory. Not yet, it's, but it's, it's here. This is completion. You completed the course. Now you got to run the race. You got to. You ain't got no reason. You being school, you, some of us is doctors now. <laughs> got your doctors. Come on. Help us this out. Who else is there that uh, want to just say hello this morning? And um, I'm at this word, because it's going to follow you. He said every message this year is going to follow the people of God home until they come clean, until you, until you just refuse to stay mentally incapacitated. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Jerry. Hey, good morning, Mother Jerry. I'm okay. This is persistent. I'm just getting dressed and trying to get ready to get out of here. So please excuse me for not just jumping in, but this is when I could jump in. But I want to say this to you. Thank you for your message. The part that I've heard, I'm definitely going to go back and listen. Um, I had to look up Lola Bar when you first started talking and I read the description. Like I heard a sister say that I read um, the meaning of it and the town and all of that really quickly. And um, it resonated with me. Your message has resonated with me. I have definitely out of it, coming out of it, with the mentality, still, the residue still following me. But no question, I'm out of it, okay? But it's still a battle. Um, someone uh, in my uh, time of talking to whoever I'm talking to, uh, as that's encouraging me spiritually, I never knew that. I had never described it as violation, but I was violated, no question about it, um, by not just my um, the man that I married, my husband, uh, soon-to-be husband, um, but his family as well, uh, for things that were very, very dear. There were things, but nonetheless, they were heirlooms that were given to me through family and generations, things that are pressures only to me and stories only to me that, that my family knew that we were, I probably would have passed down. Um, but when you love someone and you're violated in that way, uh, it, it runs deep. The scars run deep. And, and you go internally and you start to um, process and it, it affects a woman in kind of ways that you're not even aware that it's affecting you. 
you may not think of yourself as valuable as you did at one time. There are all kinds of things the enemy will come up on you, and that's been a battle coming out of it. Um, but thanks be to God and to God all the glory. Yes. Thanks be to God. I love the message and, and yes. reassurance of saying it's not your fault. Because you, yes. you will take on that responsibility. You, I mean, some of us will. I know I did. You will yes. look at internally because you're trying to get it right with God. What did I do? How did I miss you? Because this was a man that I met in church. This was a man that I took before the men of God. This is not someone I did on my own. This is a man that went through counseling with the pastors of the church. This is a man that went to my bishop and asked me for my hand in marriage because I told him I was covered. I wasn't playing. It wasn't the first man that had approached me. So I, I did all the necessary steps, but somehow I missed him. So I say all that. I wanted to speak up simply because I, I read it. Even though I'm out of Lola Bar, um, out of the wilderness, I love what Tanya said about, because I always believe in after you've done all you can do, stand, you know, speak it, yeah. say it, do all you can do. And not that you're helping God, but that's the word of God. After you've done all you can do, stand. And that's kind of where yeah. I am right now in, in this yeah. process. Yes. Yes. But I well, thank you for um, your word. My, I, well, anyway. Let me just say this. I hear the difference in your mind. And that was from a year ago. Because you've been persistent to come. You're still coming. And you're still coming. There's going to be a point. He says, don't you know that there is a bomb in Gilead that can soothe your hurting soul, fight pain, and it's better than Tylenol. It's better than that. It's nothing that anyone can do when you've mentally been abused. Mental abuse is almost worse than physical abuse because eventually the bruises will go away. So on this morning, I am saying to you, don't fear. God is with you. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tied, God will see you through. God is going to take care of you, woman of God. Keep moving. Keep coming. These, these calls are not to, it's not to downgrade. It's only to build you up. And that's all the message is. If it gave you a little something filling in your stomach, it's good. That means that was for you. Amen. Amen. Are you there? God bless you. Is Amen. there anyone else? Anyone else? Hey, it's Moxie. I just wanted to say something before I get ready to go. How you doing, woman How of you God? Doing? Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. Hold on. Let me block this. Yes. Shut this door real quick. There we go. God, your declaration. I mean, when I tell you everything that she was saying, it was. Just, I was like, it's, it's like she was just talking about me, you know. But what you know, I'm so grateful for you guys. God is just so good because when it comes to me, you know, you guys know I have shared um, being violated at such a young age by my uncle. Um, and, and when you was talking about it, I was like, wow, you know. And I thought about where God has me now and I thought about where I was when I first came to the line and um one of the things somebody say, you know, like when you were saying say something and I'm so grateful that I did. 
because I, I, if y'all could recall some years ago, I was like, no, I ain't go forgive him. You know, it was just, that's the type of heart I had. I just couldn't even see it. But I'm just so grateful for our father, the rescue of rescuing me, you know, from that mindset. Because, you know, now and today, I, 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 I am so grateful to say I have forgiven him. And I can say that, mm -hmm. um, you know, God has now, you know, put more on my heart to even pray for, um, because you got to understand these molesters, these rapists, is, you know, that was my uncle. You know, this is your uncles, your cousins, your your brothers, your aunties, or what what may not, or, or what, you know. So they right there, they in the secret place. You feel me? Trying to be secret about it. So, you know, just be mindful of that and, and, and find a strategic ways to pray um, in the spirit, because um, mm -hmm. that's what God has shown me for, like, and, and part of forgiving my uncle, I had to, he had to bring me out of seeing him as the man of what he did to me. He he had to bring me out of that and, and allow me to see it in the spirit, you know, because, you know, we know we're not fighting against flesh and blood. So in the spirit realm of, of what, because um, I, I didn't understand why I was attracted, you know, what, what did I do, like you said, you know, what did I do, you know, to attract my uncle, to make him do that to me, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and, and also thinking about that's someone I love. You know, when you introduce, you know, as a kid on, you know, you, I love my uncle, you know what I'm saying? My mom always had pride in her, you know, in family. So, you know, to be violated in that way by someone that you love and not knowing how to process that, you know what I mean? But I'm so grateful that God saw, you know, he saw my future. He knows. And he, he said, you know, he rescued me. And I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, the perspective on today you know, I'm just so grateful for because he is restoring me. He, you know, because I felt like my uncle took my innocence. He took something that, you know, only God can restore. You feel me? So I'm just so grateful. Yeah. I'm just so grateful. Well, you know what? Let me just let me just do this because I do know that, um, Mona, if you will come off your your ear off of your speakers, um, that way it will uh, keep the feedback from coming. Just let me say this, uh, Mona. There is a place of healing. There's a place of forgiveness. There is people here who had had babies by their fathers. Believe it or not, they wouldn't say it, and still to this day, they walk around with the guilt and shame. The Lord told me to say it, to tell it. So when you have to tell these messages, they come and they hurt because it brings up old wounds. It brings up old scars. But he's got to make sure that when he takes you into the new planet season, that you will be able to produce a harvest. you got to have a bud, a, a something. you like, God, I just need to have a bud come through that ground just to let me know that my work efforts were not in vain. It's, and I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that. But, Father, I thank you on this morning. I thank you that healing begins right now. Lodabar is you have vacated. You have given your notice on today. I serve you notice, Satan. The blood of Jesus is against you. These people that are on the line, that is so afraid, that has been holding on to what somebody told them, you better never tell it. That's what the abuser are. The ones that molests and those that rape and those that kill, they'll tell them, I'll kill your mother. I'll kill your sister. But God on today, whom the sun sets 
free is free indeed, and no weapon that is formed against them shall prosper. I will not keep silence. I will always say what happened because the story is that you win. And we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and we do give you honor. It is in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. If God be for you, Mona, who could be against you? Come on amen. now. Come on now. Exactly. That's so funny you said Not that. Your that's, part of, that's part of the top of the thing in the chapter in my book. If, if God is for if God is for who us, can be against you? Yeah. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Exactly. Yes, we are in this big old, we in a big fish bowl right now. It's some guppies down there, but they growing up. It's some tadpoles that still down in the water. They coming up and they coming out. We got to continue to free you. You cannot work effectively. If you have scars and mars and all of that, we got to get free. The only place of my freedom has been here in Declare Victory. This is my favorite place. I love Declare Victory. Me too. Because here, this is a, this is a, uh, as they say, it's a no- it's a no zone. You can go in there and you can just tell it. Because guess what? It's out in the open now. It's all good. It's all good. Because this is helping someone that's overseas or those that are in uh, uh, sex trafficking, those that are, are, are still working the streets. You know those ones? All the time, all over our city. Those that have been trashed out. If you've been trashed out, say it. I guarantee you on today, God is delivering you from Lodabar. Serve him notice. You woman of God that is sleeping on this line, wake up today. You can wake up on today. Thank you. Hi, I'm so proud of you, baby. I'm so proud. I remember seven years ago when I came on this line and I heard you. I said, oh, she's going to be talking one day and you talking. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I hear you, honey. I hear you all the time. I will. I will. I love you. Honey, and listen, let, let me tell you, y'all think Yvonne is a little girl. No, Yvonne is a grown woman, full grown. I can sing and praise then, so watch out. <laughs> now you got her Jesus. <laughs> Y'all better move out the way because this year, okay, if you want to sleep on the job and you don't want to do nothing, have no participation, guess what? Worst thing is what you can be replaced. Okay? <laughs> Go on, Yvonne. Go on. <laughs> Look, Yvonne is laughing. He said, he said I'll, be, I'll do it. Hit me, I'll go. How many of you all are here this morning? Yes. 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 I get, Did y'all hear her? Did you understand? Yeah, no, but go ahead. You you can go in and so that way they can understand. Yeah, she said she remember you said a long time ago, um, somebody abused her in the car. 
She said she don't know why they did that to her. Why he did that to her. Now that right there, that right there, that part right there, if that didn't get you free today, I don't know what else will. Everyone that's on the line on this morning, if you would just uh, release your line and thank God, just begin to praise God up on the line. As you are going out, uh, we are, praise God.
glory be to God. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Amen. Love you, Sister Geraldine. God bless you. Amen. Have a great day. God bless you, Geraldine. God bless you. Have a great day. God bless you, Mother Jerry. God bless you. Have a great day. I love you too, Yvonne. God bless you. Run, honey, run. Y'all just need to run, honey. Go on and get that extra energy you didn't have down inside of you. You better go on and praise your way through. Shoot. Come on out of here. We old now, honey. Whatever happened back then, I'm not carrying it with me no more. Hey, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank the you, devil defeated. Hey, glory. The devil is already defeated. Hey, my glory be to God. Hey, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, my God today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Love God. Amen. God bless everyone. God bless, Mother. 
How are you today, Mary Leonia? God bless you. I'm great, thank you. And God bless you. Praying you. for you, Mama. I'm. I, <laughs> I'm over here that got drunk. God bless. God bless. Yeah, you know when the Holy Ghost. You know that's when you get up under the Holy Ghost arrest. They all up under the Holy Ghost arrest on this morning. Cause you have to. You just. You know. You can't understand where you've been, but God knows where you're going. You out of Loda Bar. Amen. You got your papers. So gone. Okay. Yeah. 